fake Facebook man Posting lies about my life which no one else can Filters on my face just got my edge So money that I don't have as good as on my page Why don't you come and cut my teeth Stop living the fake Facebook live dream Did it post a pic of me, did it But it's pizza and burgers for dinner, you know what I mean A snapshot of vacations that I got no money to take Since you know one of my sports cars, you know that it's a fake Got my love loaded up with things that aren't even true Pretending on Facebook is my thing, it's my thing too friends which I've never done met a pick of my lunch is what you're gonna get I heard a post of your baby say it's one darn cute kid but I lie cause it's ugly that's called an online fib I talk about success in my job and the pending promotion but in reality it's a psych cause I got a demotion You block me on Facebook without a judge, jury, or trial. I'll be creeping you the next day with a shiny new profile. See a pic of my family? Yeah, we're having a good time. Well, the joke's on you. We have not talked in eight months or nine. I'll tell you about the weather and the stuff you don't need to know. I'll fake a good illness so the sympathy will grow. I'll ask you to donate to my made-up cause and post selfies on the daily that ain't breaking no laws. So don't judge the life of the fake Facebook man pretending to be happy like no one else can. There we are, Princeton. Right off the bat. Hey, how you doing? Hello. Now, me, I have a question for you like I normally do at the start of the show. What's that? I seen you in the last few days with these heat waves. You were sweating a bit. You know, I, I, I don't think you put on the sunscreen. Were you happy today? It was cooler. You know what? It, uh, it was actually a refreshing start to the day. But a little bit too cool. I had to pull out uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the fleece jackets for the little guys going to uh, school today. But uh, hopefully we'll be back into I think we're back into the mid-20s just in time for the weekend. So that's uh, all right. That is some good news. The, the weather update. I thought that you were going to be up bright and early at 5.45 a.m. looking right at this eclipse. No, no, no. The partial eclipse, I... Uh, you know what? I, I I I went to bed thinking, okay, well, I get up and see it, and then I'm like, I don't have a welder's mask. This is the one that you you can't stare at with the naked eye, or else you're gonna burn your retinas. So usually for the the solar eclipses, unless I've got the proper gear, 
I, 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 I just wanted to see people's pictures on, uh, on Facebook and on uh, different social media platforms. And uh, I saved my eyes. Yeah, I think right. it's the, the lunar eclipse. That's the one you can stare at. But uh, the solar eclipse, uh, solar <laughs> ret- uh, retinopathy is uh, <laughs> the term I don't want to be sitting in the ER with. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you always see the one post that I I stared at, it and then they've got the the picture of the you know the the sun going across. I knew, um, I knew you'd be staring at an eclipse. I, somehow I'm. It's five thirty. I bet your kids was looking at that thing for two and a half minutes. <laughs> no, some great photos though online. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, some people were getting some great photos, and then uh, some clouds started to roll in right around uh, the sunrise there this morning. You missed it, Kinsman. You were talking about your eclipse morning and, and your cold weather stories, but I posted uh, some comments. A lot of people are saying hi to you, so would you like to say hi back to them? Uh, let's say hello, hello, hello. Yes. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, we, we have to acknowledge the folks that keep us going. Yes, thank right? you so much. If, was, have- if no one was here watching, it'd just be you and I talking, right? Yes, uh, l- like we do nine tenths of the day. So uh, I, w- w- tonight we have an amazing show. Okay, J- just yeah. an amazing show. I can't wait for our, our guests to join us. But first, we we can't forget about our friends at Lucian Transportation, and we got two sponsors tonight that are hiring. I got a lot of my friends say, "Yeah, I can't find a job." Well, can't find job. No one's hiring yeah. during COVID. Well, there's two main sponsors on our show tonight who are hiring and one of them is yes lucian transportation when we were there doing the video they uh, they have over 140 buses on that lot they yeah. all need drivers so consider those buses offices for the upcoming school year they do the training on site you can bring your little ones on board if you want to uh you know if you can't you know one of the maybe the rebuttals I need yeah. a sitter. You don't need a sitter. You can do the part-time job mm-hmm. with your little ones on your shift. $500 sign-on bonus. You get paid $18.19 per hour. And uh, we were there with Penny and Pat, the whole crew from Lucian. You can drop off your resumes in person over on McChesney Road, right behind the Tim Hortons on Airport. And you can also call them 705-360-4090 and start driving for Lucian Transportation today. You bring your resumes in. You can start your training uh, you know, as soon as Penny says you're hired, let's uh, let's get started because the, I heard uh, the, the training right here. I heard the bus that you drove had to go into the garage for mechanical difficulties. So <laughs> they, I don't know if they did that. They probably they they probably had to do a once over online. Right? Yeah. So hey, we'll we'll talk about this later. Who knows when this city's going to open up? But we always say when it does, the surge. And we were talking to a couple. Other people this week of, uh, you know, we, we can't release it yet, but there's something that's going to be coming out that's going to be part of the surge night. You know what I'm talking about, eh, Kinsman? I uh, can't wait. I'm excited yeah. for this, and it's it's getting closer. And again, I'm like a, a horse frothing mm-hmm. at the bit. Yeah, I want to tell everybody, but we can't sworn to secrecy until this yeah. big news happens. And again, it involves the surge, it involves us, and it will involve our viewers. That's right. Hey, you want to hear something cool? I don't know if you know this or not, because you make me work, do all the book work behind the back. But Timmins RV is back with us for another three months. Yes, right? yes. They just signed on. Yeah, another three yeah. months. And just wait. They're letting us go in like this luxury RV. This Arcadia. This is like we thought we seen good ones and we did like palaces. Well, they're this all good. Step. This is just a newer line that you cannot find anywhere other than at Timmins RV, the Keystone Arcadia. 
is yeah. now a part of the Timmins RV lineup. So we we talked about earlier on, like uh, on other shows, how like you know the stock is depleting because a lot of people are buying RVs and camping. They got a whole whack of these Arcadias coming in, and this is like, listen, if you wanted to make like maybe an ex-wife jealous, the neighbors envious, you just roll up in this Arcadia, and everyone's gonna think, you know, someone won the Lotto Max. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely the cat's meow. Uh, let me just read you this. This is the the Keystone Arcadia was conceived, designed, and engineered by a team with unrelenting drive to challenge the beliefs and barriers to rebuilding the next generation RV, delivering more performance, convenience, comfort, and style. The Arcadia speaks to an emerging group of campers with new ideals for uh, new expectations and to drive to shatter barriers of their own. So basically, when you're sitting there going, this RV needs to have this, well, the Keystone Arcadia has that. And again, it's now online. You can find it on their lot at TimminsRV.com. You can go see yes. them. The, the first left pass, the Camas Scotia turnoff. And again, they're back with us for another three months. So uh, hello to Timmins RV and staff. That's right. And finally, so Fridays, I usually give you a break. But tomorrow, we're busy. No break tomorrow. We got two lives. And one of them is going to be at pads k9 protection and detection services because yes. martin's hiring this is this is sponsor two that's hiring right now for security guards he needs them they're well-paying jobs and uh, we're going to be there live tomorrow to promote the hiring of security guards and and, and who knows may, maybe we'll have on a uniform i i, I don't know where this is going <laughs> i don't know he, he says he's going to try and find some uniforms for us <laughs> and we'll put them on and uh, yeah we're uh, definitely going to be with uh, martin for a few moments uh, tomorrow, looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, all kidding aside, Martin is looking for security guards and how how vital do they need security guards over at Pads K9? You bring a resume in, let's say tomorrow, drop your resume off to 193rd Avenue and you fit the bill, he'll have you working by the weekend. That's, uh, that's how quick they need uh, security yeah. guards. And again, great wages. You get to work for a great team. Pads Canine Protection and Detection Services. You can call Martin Peel and uh, his phone number is 705-288-7435 or drop off your resumes in person. Snail mail, the old-fashioned way, 193rd Avenue in Timmins. And again, you bring your resumes in uh, tomorrow. You, you just might see us there doing our live, and then uh, you might be hired just in time for the weekend. Right. Kins Kinsman will give you a good reference. I may hire Martin at our, because we're having, we're having this little Nova party for the Nova awards next week. I guess it's me and you. That's the part. Those well, are that's, my it, that's it. That's our gatherings. We, yeah. you and I have been in our, uh, when people talk about the COVID bubbles, uh, yeah. you're, you're, you're in my bubble. My boys are in my bubble. That, that's about it. Right. <laughs> and Small washing, hand, washing yeah. hands and social distancing in between. But I may get Peel to come run security in my house because, you know, if, if you spill the Doritos on the floor, Peel will be there to fix you up. <laughs> That's right. We need the, uh, you know, the, we need the security there for the paparazzi. When, uh, you know, if, should I say if or when, we got to go in optimistically. We're going to pick up that award next Thursday. I I, 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 I want to pick that up. I think it would be a great, uh, a great award to have on the shelf. We'll give it to you because I've got the hammer for the nomination. Kinsman, uh, uh, Lillian says, women love men in uniform. So if you come on the show Sunday and, you, and you're still wearing that uniform, I'm gonna, I don't know what you're going to be up to there. That's so. right. <laughs> Lillian will be all, all excited. Yeah. 
Okay, so I want to introduce George and Holly. We had the pleasure of meeting them both briefly uh, when we were down at Hollinger Park. Um, but I have seen video of George speaking. Uh, he's a residential school survivor, an excellent speaker. Um, Holly, so many people have told me how amazing Holly is when they knew she was on the show. So we're, we're very pleased to have them both join us. So I am going to bring them on the screen first. Uh, let's see if we can get them there. Now we don't have any video at the moment. Are they frozen in time? I think they might. They be might frozen. be. Oh, oh, well, there they are. Let's see if we can get can, them. Can there. you can you hear us, Holly and George? They may be having a bit of a a, a technical technical issue. Let me try removing. Oh, moving there. They they are on their phones. Let's see if we can, um, I'm, I'm going to re remove them and bring them back in and see if that adds if to that it. Works. Okay. <clears throat> Sometimes with, uh, with live streaming, it takes a second to get adjusted to the signal. And, uh, I, th I think they're, they're frozen. So if you can hear us, Holly and George, maybe what you can do is, if you sign out and sign back in, that might fix the issue. I'm pretty sure that they could uh, could hear us sometimes, even when you can't get the uh, yeah. the video quality in. They'll, they'll they'll see the leave the studio button below and uh, just oh yeah, we can't. We're it's a little choppy. So th there's one thing we can do. There's one thing you can do, Holly. If you sign out and sign back in, it may fix the issue. I wonder if she got that. <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. Got, got, got to love technology, right? Yeah. In the meantime, we could uh, talk about uh, the $70 million. It's $70 million again for the Lotto Max for tomorrow night, which That's means right. that the uh, no one won it back on Tuesday. And Friday's draw now carries 70 million plus 50 max million. So I don't know if you bought a ticket for the Tuesday draw. You'll, uh, you'll definitely want a ticket for the Friday draw. All right. Can There's a lot of millions in there. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sending them a message as we speak to help them work through these technical issues. Um, yes. Lot, Lotto max. So, so we went in on a group uh, prize with this, right? We had a hundred bucks in and guess what? We won $7 and like a free ticket after a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Is it is it really winning when that happens? It's like when you win four dollars and it still plays the the bells and whistles, all the music. Here you go. You're you're a winner of four bucks. Really, am I a winner or did I still lose two dollars because the the tickets are six dollars for a lot That's of people? Right. Look at um, uh, Joanne. Uh, she she doesn't want 70 million. Well, we'd be happy to take that from you there, Joanne. We might be able to get that fixed, but okay. So let's, so, so let's talk about the, these t-shirts. Okay. So 
We do have a block of shirts for sale, 25 bucks taxes in a feels weird. I'm not much of a salesman that that's more you, but uh, so we do have an order of shirts that are going to be, they're actually going to be here next week. So all you need to do is uh, send us a message, let us know your size and uh, we'll get one ordered for you. All right. Ken's, is that what a proper salesman does? You used to do sales. I used to do sales. Yes. And uh, that's usually it. Yeah. How, how many do you want? <laughs> colors, obviously. Right now, we're uh, we're we're using the uh, the darker colors, the the blacks, right now. So we will have some other variety of colors. But right now, we just wanted to uh, test out the waters, see uh, who wanted a shirt, and uh, so far, so good. And again, we'll uh, we'll hopefully have uh, that launch ready to go in due time. That's right. And look, uh, yes, Selena, thank you so much. And a bunch of people did order. We really appreciate it and love it. And Kinson's going to have to drive around all over the city and drop off these t-shirts. My, my little guy will help. My little guy will always help me out. Okay. So let's, let's bring Holly back on. Do we yeah. have her back? We have her back. So let's test this. We'll get her on the screen here. All right. Are you there, Holly? It's uh, the video. I'm here. Can you hear yeah, it's uh, choppy. You know what we could do if they are having uh, you know technical difficulties, they could phone one. They could phone my my cell if they wanted to. Do you want to give them my cell and then we'll uh, we'll put them on speakerphone. We could, but let's let's try and get this. Give this another try. Are you on? Uh, are you on Wi-Fi, Holly? Or maybe try the data on your phone. That might help. Yeah, they're in a they're in a spot where their Wi-Fi is. I don't have that. Oh, okay. My phone. Okay, so you're just on Wi-Fi. Yeah, it looks like the connection's a it's little. It's an iPod. Are you are are you able to move closer to the Wi-Fi router? Let's see if that works, Kinsman. We will try. We've got no. Uh, we we have no rules or stipulations. If it takes us. Three hours to get through. Well, uh, we'll take the three hours. Right? Oh, we'll, yes, uh, we, we will get through. Sometimes, uh, you know, things, tech things happen. Things happen. Oh, Even with me, and we're working on we're with technology all the time. Technology can frustrate me on a daily basis. <laughs> there, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm right by Right by it. Still yeah, that's right. It's yeah, it's still coming across a little choppy. Let's see if we can make some adjustments on our end here to see if we can help them in out. The, in the audio department, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, there's nothing on our end there. Um, okay. I I guess one of the, the things we could do. Choppy. Yeah, the the, yeah. the video is a, a little choppy. Um, one of the things we can do, like we can go audio only, and you could call Mark. We can have a discussion. I'll put you on speakerphone, and then you'd be we'd be able to hear you a lot better, and just uh, we just wouldn't be able to see your lovely faces. Oh, we can't. We we can do that though. Oh, it was actually getting better there for a second. <laughs> routers at the the other end of the the castle there yes. yeah so. hmm. 
<laughs> Sometimes it's challenging too if you're in a place with like a lot of. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, do, you you want, do you want to fire her my phone number there, Jamie, and we'll yeah. uh, we'll hook her up on this side here. Yeah, here we're gonna send you Mark's number, and then if you call in, there you go. We'll get that. Uh, I don't even know you. I, I'm gonna have to go through my uh, screen here. <laughs> I don't even. I didn't even know your number. I, I just call it as as uh, Mark. <laughs> Mark, 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 well, I'm going to, uh, I can type it in the chat and you can send it yeah, to her. Yeah. Gotta love Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah uh, we gotta love Wi-Fi, right, Gary? It's about as reliable as our Leafs. And, uh, and Janice, yes, Janice got her t-shirt also. So thank you very much. Okay. So I sent you the, the, the phone number. Yeah, so you guys can hang up there, there, Holly, and we'll uh, we'll try. We'll wait for you on this side. Yeah, it's it's one of the things with technology, right? Something if you're in a building with lots of people, especially got like kids or people who are streaming and gaming, it it could be a disaster because like this type of service takes a lot of connectivity. You and I have to be plugged in Ethernet to do this because then we're like, I get the other day. So. We'll get Holly to uh, call in. Yes. And, uh, we will be calling now. Oh, that's right, Kinsman. While you, well, 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 you wait for that call, I want to ask you a question. Did you catch the oh, first Oh, there she is. I didn't catch the ace, but no one did. But here we go. Let's see where we are. Hello, Holly. Is this you? This is me. Hello. C can you hear her all right through uh, if I put her up to the mic down here? Let's test it. Can you hear her all right, Jamie? Uh, bring it a little closer. Have her speak. Hi, Holly. Hi. How are you doing? Can, are you able to hear us okay? Yeah, I can hear you good. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we can hear you fine. Put it a little closer. Okay. Mark. Yeah, we're good. All right. Well, we, we're sorry we're not able to get you on um, video, but... It's just technology. Who knows how half this stuff works and half the time it does and half the time it doesn't. But you know what? Thank you so much for, for phoning in. And I was mentioning before we had a brief opportunity to meet you both. And I, I, I happened to see pass through the video of George speaking at Hollinger Park um, about his experience at, at a residential school. And Everyone that spoke about you, Holly, held you in the highest regard. So we're happy that you're you both joined us on the show. But I guess maybe the first question um, would be to 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 George. Um, maybe walk us through why he, I know you folks were uh, were nine days, uh, you know, throughout the different communities, telling your story, um, helping with the healing process. Could you tell us a, a little bit about you, your experiences and? Um, how has it been going so far? Um, on May um, 31st, we started uh, day one of nine days to dance for all residential school survivors and the 215 Kamloops children. And we finished at the Hollinger Park on Tuesday, 9 p.m. Uh, June 8th, we danced four days at our home here first in Timmins. Um, how we decided that we were going to begin to dance, we heard about the 215 Kamloops children that were found at the residential school in graves, 
So George is a residential school survivor, and, and so to honor the children and to honor the um, the residential school survivors, we did, decided to dance nine days in Timmins. Mm-hmm. And so on the Friday, the 4th of June, my friend, Lorraine Knight-Navieu, um, she helped to organize the memorial site at the Hollinger Park under the clock tower mm-hmm. to honor the children. Uh, we came together because we wanted to be the voices for the children to show them that they were not forgotten. Thunder Creek drummers were there, three of them, and we danced there to their drumming. Um, and then the other days we just played CDs so that we could dance. George is a traditional dancer and I'm a woman's traditional jingle. And I also showed a little bit of my shawl dancing. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at shawl dancing, but I wanted to try it anyway. Mm-hmm. And we also danced Saturday at the Hollinger. Uh, Sunday, we were asked to dance in South Porcupine down by the lake front. And the people from the building across the street, they came over. Uh, it was a very memorable event. Um, to be able to share the culture. And um, George also shared his residential school journey. He spoke with them there. And Monday and Tuesday, we finished at 9 p.m. in the uh, Hollinger Park. And some of the things George shared. George, did you want to share some of the things that at residential school introduced yourself? Uh, my, name, uh, my name is George Rose. I came from uh, out of what's got the Jane Bay. And uh, I was a survivor. Nine years I went through. And uh, <clears throat> I got a hard time speaking sometimes. I almost lose my language. Myself, uh, taken away, I was in the bush with my grandfather. I was a little boy. I was there, was uh, seven years old, five to eight years old. And uh, which I lost uh, my friends, I went through myself. And uh, I had a hard time at the Catholic way. They did uh, abuse me. I was a little boy. They abused me, boys. Uh, abused me. I was a little boy, like uh, five years old. I went to how uh, I thought I was uh, alone myself. I just, I don't feel like uh, many years I get my body, my my, my brains here, how uh, many years I have it. I was a childhood. My mom was a survivor too. And uh, oh, fabulous. Was my my uh, stuff, uh, I tried to run away. It saved me back in, the, in school again about three Three times I tried to escape away. That's why my, my body was damaged and uh, I was angry. It was lots of beds going up, upstairs and Catholics. Everything was there. You know? Everything was big fire stove and uh, lots of dorms. Uh, uh, we have a uh, first floor upstairs. It was a big finance school uh, that place for opening. And uh, I got some uh, pictures that kind of show that, uh, that there's this awful place that uh, I went through there. 
you know, it's awful. Almost starving time too. And uh, I got a hard time uh, tell my story. Uh, uh, OPP there a lot. What uh, nobody wanted to listen to me. And I got a hard time. My hundred uh, percent. I lost my friends hundred percent. Let's say he was in the realm, boys and girls. It's hard. I carried this many times myself. It's hard. It hurt my chest, my body. I went through. You know that. It's hard. It's not easy to talk about it. Many years I uh, it mad many years I was a childhood and dancing uh, <coughs> losses try to help us. My brother was a long lawyer. He was the home of the sites uh, what happened at school there is in Daniel Burt Rose and uh home of the sites started drinking alcohol and drugs and nobody too much abuse around the Catholic way, the priest and nuns say, that's, they, they were cutting my hair too. I was a half beautiful, I was a little boy, teenager, I got long hair, taking away my clothes, everything, and uh, I saw my name, they tried to go home one time uh, in, the, in the Christmas time, I see my name on it, in the board, blackboard, said George Ruth Paul Martin. Was a small plane a long time ago. We have no airport a long time ago. Just we landing in uh in around the James Bay in the river, and uh, that's why uh that's why uh, I was drinking. I was alcoholic too. My parents was alcoholic, and uh, I grabbed that bottle. I learned from uh, how uh, Catholic way. Or the wine they did to me, the how there's give me and a half. You know, and uh, I don't know that what's going on. Uh, that uh, how uh, the priest uh, how would touch me everywhere. But we can't sleep. We try to sleep at night time, and they come in our dorms there in the floor, using the girls' way, taking the uh, shower room, use us and, and everything. And I know my, uh, I, I, one time I went to the downstairs, but I heard the boys taking the showers and, uh, was this big steam there down the basement there. And, uh, I heard be, uh, my friends were screaming away there. You, uh, the French people, uh, that none, uh, freeze the house, put the hot water on it and we closed the door. 100%, uh, nine, uh, nine people was uh, burning that. And that's why you danced now, eh, for healing. Yeah. That's why I went to, uh, nobody helped me. I went to Dreaming uh, uh, Center uh, nine times in my healing. I learned, my, my grandfather told me everything, you have to help yourself. He said, I went to Dreaming Center. That's why I'm dancing. And I helped the how I'm an additional man. My brother was a uh, how additional man too. My little brother, young lawyer, who decided what alcohol and drug. It's heartbreaking. So in um, in eighteen seventy to nineteen ten, 
it was the period of assimilation where the clear objective of both missionaries and government was to assimilate Aboriginal children to lower fringes of um, mainstream society. In 1920, compulsory attendance for all children ages 7 to 15 years, children was forcibly taken from their families by priests, Indian agents, and policy police officers. In 1931, there were 80 residential schools operating in Canada. In 1948, there were 72 residential schools with 9,368 students. Aboriginal children who attended residential school suffered the children, the grandchildren, great-grandchildren. In 1979, there were 12 residential schools with 1,899 students. In 1980s, residential school students began disclosing sexual and other forms of abuse. In 1996, the last federal Federally run residential school, the Gordon Residential School, closed in Saskatchewan. 1998, the Assembly of the First Nations established the Indian Residential School Resolution Unit. Due to the multiple traumas and abuse the intergenerational survivors face on a day-to-day basis, approximately 4,100 to 6,000 children died of abuse and neglect. The purpose of the residential school was to eliminate all aspects of Indigenous culture, students, their hair cut short, they're dressed in uniforms, they were given numbers. Another thing George shared with me was they did not use their names, they were given numbers. One of the most devastating impacts of the residential school system was that they gave students a poor education. The many that had, they had chronic unemployment, Uh, poverty, poor housing, substance abuse, family violence, and ill health. Two Two primarily objections of the residential school systems were to remove and isolate children from the influence of their home, families, traditions, and cultures, and to assimilate into the dominant culture. So George has come a long way on his healing journey and through dancing, ceremony, um, you went to where? Treatment Center. Yeah, and nine places he went. And so nine out of the nine days when we heard that the 215 children were found in Kamloops, we decided to dance for the residential school survivors and also to help George with his healing journey. Um, we danced here at the house four days at the Hollinger, and yeah, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience to be able to dance and share the culture in the community. Now, I feel like three kids are gone. Oh, my elders, my grandmothers, pray for them. Please help me, Creator. Thanks. I told my Creator. Yeah, how? I see if not to forget it. I know it's hard to dealing like this, and uh, nobody will listen. Now I'm a grown man. Now I, I, I feel in my church and myself. I went to a treatment center, and I'm not afraid talking anymore. I'm not a kid anymore. I'm a grown man now. I can talk if I want to. In years. Did you have any questions? For yeah. 
Yeah, thank you. First of all, you know, thank you so much to George and for you, Holly, for for sharing your stories. It's just yes, uh, thank you. Uh, com com completely heartbreaking. I uh, I guess I did the one the, the one question I have is that you know how do uh, how do people start with the with the healing process? Um, we did a, we do a lot of ceremonies that mm -hmm. we were not able to practice. Um, there's like sweat lodges and dancing is a ceremony. Drumming, we also drummed with the ladies. We have a drum group here in Timmins, and the there's a men drum group as well. That's a form of our prayer in our culture. Um, dancing and praying and ceremonies helps us to connect to Mother Earth and also to Creator. And that's where our healing begins because that's who we are. Mm -hmm. And how, and, and is there, you know, I guess the question would be is, you know, how, is there, if you, if you've had, if you have to ask for help from the communities in which you live in, the country in which we, li we live in, what do you believe could, could be done? You know, I, I asked that, I asked that like to Mark and myself, you know, we don't, we did not have families and residential schools, but we want to be able to help to ensure that this never happens again. And the families who have suffered are offered some peace. It, what can yes, people um, do to help? Yes, I believe that uh, by bringing awareness, like um, for you asking us to come on the show this evening, that helps a lot because it helps to get the message out there there are a lot of people that don't know about residential school. I myself was one. I did not know anything about residential school until I met my partner, George, 13 years ago. It was never taught in, in public school or growing up, or it's not even in our history books. And that's the true history of Canada. Mm -hmm. And um, so just by bringing awareness like you guys are doing, that's wonderful because you you've reach a lot of, of viewers and people. And we appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a. It, it's just unfathomable even thinking that these these schools, you know, how, how terrible these yeah. schools were were up until 1996 mm -hmm. in, in in this country. Like uh, 96 is, uh, you know, that that is very recent uh, for these residential schools, and now being able to, you know, being able to tell your story without being looked at you know, cross-eyed, you know, getting your story and support out there. Now, what, uh, what other, uh, like what, what, what would you want the government to do? Like the government needs to excavate the other residential schools. Is, is there a, a plan in place or have the government reached out to you, you and George about, uh, you know, what their plans might be? Um, we, we haven't, they haven't reached out to us specifically, but we do have people, I guess, in government that are are speaking for Kamloops children and getting the things that need to be done over there and also other residential schools to look for other lost children. It uh, brings me to the murdered and missing Indigenous women and children as well. There's there's lots of so many things, you know, that, that needs to be rectified. Um the kind of people we are, we are praying people. We don't point fingers and we don't hate. Um, the thing that happened with the people, it was a horrible, horrible thing. And it's in creator's hands. 
and and we we probably will leave it with creator and see see what happens mm-hmm. it, it it really is a, a beautiful and courageous way of looking at things when no one would fault anyone for being extremely angry and upset beyond any means and uh, just just the way you're looking at it, it, it it's beautiful and um, but uh, you know your your families d- deserve first of all these children deserve proper burials in their own culture and they all need to be identified whether that means tearing down buildings uh, infrastructure means nothing at this point in my mind and these people des- these families deserve peace and you know the government and, and the church you know I grew up Roman Catholic and I'm beyond upset with the Roman Catholic Church right now has to apologize and and this apology this lack of apology that the pope dave gave a couple days ago is not helping um it's totally wrong and and i I, growing up i did not ever read this is jesus christ say this is how you raise people this is not this is not how he spoke about how you treat people so i don't know what version they were following when they treated people like this it's just sickening but the, the, the way that families of survivors are looking at it and, you know, talking about peace and uh, putting their trust in the creator is a real, it's just a beautiful way of looking at it because you would not fault anyone for being extremely, extremely upset. Yes, it, it, it's our culture. We connect to Mother Earth and the trees and the water, the water before uh, Gibbon, uh, I remember. Uh, I was a little boy. We have a uh, long time ago. I remember my grandmother talking about there's a uh, full color. She said, listen to one. He said, uh, white. And uh, one day they said the French people read one there to full medicine color. What uh, we all wanted. And uh, I remember my grandmother said talking about one day days. He said, one time. I had my grandfather one time, he was playing the river with his drumming. And uh, yeah, I saw him uh, uh, sing that song, that drum there. And uh, and uh, I told him how, uh, I was a little boy, I told him how uh, my grandma, I come here, your uh, eyes are dripped like water, I told him. He was talking, uh, he was talking to me. You go be a hard time if we go out and walk someplace else around that. Uh, you had to learn. One day, days you got to learn uh, you, how you miss your culture, and uh, you said uh, how you lose your language. And, uh, and if you go down south, you could be like a white man. He said, I don't want to teach people like that. That's my, my grandfather. I love very much my grandfather. Passed away a long time ago. Now, what my grandmother too is what he was a good. He says, "Very now that's why he keeps this creator." He said, and uh, he said that the water tree is beautiful. Listen to birds, the water, sun, trees, the wind. To show you how uh, the wind sometimes make a noise like a whistle to, to, to go out if you get lost in the bush like that and. Uh, that's why I learned my culture. Almost I lost my culture one time, and I still talk in Creek Lock all the time myself. And, and uh, I went to a treatment center. That's why how uh, 
come this way, up, uh, this way. As I, I believe my my mother said before he died, he gave me a ring catcher, almost uh, 50 years old. That small catcher, uh, ring catcher, a half very old, full color from it. He told me uh, before pass away. He told me, uh, "Don't forget your culture. Don't forget us." He said, "Show this people you came from." He said, "That's why I start crying like that. I listen to. I miss my grandpa, my family, everywhere. The kids go around there, two hundred fifteen people. How are you treat like this? You know, uh, I know government try to buy our land long time ago. Nobody wants to buy for that Indian affair to eat." Let's go around the uh, house. I never seen the uh, house. I never used a uh, long time ago. I actually living in the ground. That's what you call a mistake walk. You know, we live in the ground. That's it. Yeah, so in our culture, we honor. We honor everything. Um, the trees, the grass, the birds. We don't worship mm-hmm. in our culture. Any other questions? I just think you're both tremendously brave and I honestly brave. Yes. You know, it, it, it's just like Mark and I are, uh, and, and lots of people watching, you know, are, uh, you know, dads, parents of young children and just imagining someone coming right now and taking your children and saying that they cannot practice their culture and we're going to change the rights and everything. It, it, it just, it's just sickening to know that this has happened, you know, and, in our country. And it, uh, it, I'm, ash- I'm ashamed of our government up until, you know, whoever created this is and you know, it, it, be, beyond, beyond evil. Beyond it's not evil. just that, Mark. It, it also affects generations of families. So that's why you do see occurrences of substance abuse and mental health issues because – uh, uh, traumatic things don't go away overnight. It's not like a cut finger. These, you know, mental and physical abuse carries for a long time. So I, I, I guess it's just the short message, Holly and George, you know, just like, thank you so much for, for sharing your stories and your bravery. And uh, w- w- we hope to see when things reopen. I believe you've been part of some of the powwows at the Northern, at Northern college, uh, we really hope that those can open again, and we appreciate you know you, uh, we just appreciate you coming on and telling your story, which is obviously uh, can be very difficult to keep dredging up those memories. But it's a very important yes, story. It, so. Yes, it tr- it triggers George, and um, we're also looking very forward to June twenty first National Indi- uh, National Indigenous Peoples Day, and we'll probably be doing some singing and dancing and celebrating on that day. We're looking forward to that. We do have a question from Joanne. It says, what is the purpose of the ribbons on the trees? I used to work at a fabric store and the uh, indigenous um, indigenous folks bought lots of them. So is there, is there a story behind uh, placing a ribbon on a tree? Um, it would, would it be the orange ribbon? If it's the orange ribbon, the orange T-shirts and the orange represents the um, the little girl who went to residential school on her first day. Her she wore a beautiful orange T-shirt like dress, and that was ripped off of her, and she was not allowed to wear that. So this is why we 
we have the color orange for the Every Child Matters, and that might be the orange ribbons that they put in the tree. That's to um, to represent the 215 uh, Kamloops children and also the orange that that child was not allowed to wear in school that day. Yes, and and it was the orange ribbon, and, and Joanne saying thank you, and yeah, thank you. I wasn't uh, I wasn't aware of that either. No, either was I. Yeah. Well, we we would love to ha ha have you back on again, both of you, as your as your journey continues. Of course, uh, now that we're friends on Facebook, we'll follow the journeys. But uh, when we saw George's video and we met you uh, in Hollinger Park, you really inspired us, and we're so so happy that you took some time for us after a very busy nine days to come and speak with us this evening. So thank you both. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. And thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Good night. Good night, Good night. guys. Wow. Just a, just a heartbreaking story. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't even fathom that. Someone thought at one point that that was the way to go. I, you know, I, I just can't, I just can't wrap my head around that. You have, you have to watch, Mark. Uh, there's um, a movie called "We Were Children," and someone mentioned it in the comment section. But uh, it, it's two survivors telling their story. Then, then there's reenactments of uh, what they went through, and uh, it is. Anyways, uh, so Terry says, thank you so much for sharing, Holly, yes, and, Holly and George. So there's our next guest. Uh, Amel, how do I pronounce the first Amel. name? No, I don't think so. Amelie, yes. No, Amelie. I, uh, I think you're okay. Let, let's, let, let's bring her on. Let's bring and her on. And yeah, she. First, first real professionalism is get the names right. Right, Kinsman? Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hi, Emily. It's Emily, right? Am I am I already on the right foot with you right now? <laughs> you have you're you're close. It's Emily. Close. Uh -oh, I knew it. That's absolutely right. So, thank you so much for uh, joining us. We really appreciate your time, and I know that you're doing a wonderful thing because you because you mentioned it, and we're going to promote it. But and I'm going to share the link as you speak. But. Uh, you want to tell the folks um, ab about your GoFundMe? It's awesome. Right. So thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, and miigwech to George and Holly for their, you know, so much inspiring shares. And, um, yeah, I, I feel like I can't even, um, I don't know. There's just something I feel like I shouldn't. Anyway. But <laughs> so basically um, I've discovered a really long time ago that, um based on some studies, right, uh, jumped back into university, and I did some Indigenous studies. And that's when I discovered residential school. And I was ashamed, I felt really ashamed at the time for uh, being white, uh, for my history. And then I started learning more and meeting more uh, First Nation, Métis and Inuit people. And I started realizing that, um, you know, this is a thing, a cause, not a cause, but something that I need to stand alongside. I want to be the ally. And so I'm hoping that this movement that I'm doing is inspiring other people to look beyond, right? Look beyond the color of the skin and to imagine that we're all the same. When we peel our layers out, we all have muscles, 
organs and skeletons. And to, you know, especially here in our community, we see that a lot. And I was raised in that systematic racism where my family was very racist against our indigenous culture. And that really affected me. And it really affected my view of them as I was growing up. And I'm sure for most can feel the same way. So, you know, we look at, we look at our surroundings, you know, Jamie, you nailed it. There's a really high rate of addiction, of substance abuse, of uh, incarceration in our indigenous culture. Well, we have to realize that there's such this underlying trauma that we have to stop seeing them as, oh, look at this bum laying on the, on the side of the road. Oh, he's a druggie or, oh, he's, you know, in jail. No, that's not what it is. There's so much underlying trauma and we need to come together. So my movement here is to stand beside them, to speak with them, to enhance their voices. And Holly has been an amazing ally to me. And I am just so blessed that she's taking me under her wing. And I asked her permission before I did this um, fundraiser because I do want to respect the integrity of our Indigenous culture. Right. And that's the thing what we learn when we educate ourselves. We start to uh, really appreciate that respect and honoring our sisters and brothers, uh, First Nations, Métis and Inuit. So I decided on May 31st to start braiding my hair and each weave um, is a sacred prayer. So, and I pray for the 215 children that were found in Kamloops. I pray for the survivors and I also pray for all the children that are still missing. And of course, like Holly mentioned, the uh, missing and murdered Indigenous women and children, like this is a topic that we see here in our own community, but we don't talk about it. And it happens every day. And it's just enough is enough. Mm -hmm. And so my children are fourth generation First Nation from their father's side. And so, you know, it's really important for them to feel like they can be a part of their culture, because they have no idea. And neither does their family, because there's that shame. So for 215 days, I plan on braiding my, my hair in honor of all of these children in honor of all of our survivors and missing uh, children. So I'm raising money and my goal is to raise $2,150. I'm hoping we can raise more. And all of these uh, proceeds are going to the Indian uh, residential survivors or residential school survivor society, which is home based in British Columbia. So we need your help, you guys, and we need you guys to stand together and unite for a better tomorrow. We have to do this for our future generation. We have to do this for our children right now in this moment because people are suffering. So stand with me as a white ally and speak and use your voice because this is why we have a voice and learn, ask questions, uh, you know, attend ceremonies and attend with integrity and attend with respect and ask how, you know, you know, ask and learn. There's so many ways we can learn. And Jamie, you mentioned uh, watching movies, take a course. University of Toronto has a tremendous amount of courses that you can take in indigenous studies or cultural sensitivity courses. There's so much that we can do. We have, you know, at our fingertips. So I'm hoping that I inspire other people to make a movement and stand for unity and stand for solidarity. Yeah. Just it's, I think that's absolutely tremendous. And you, once again, you nailed it. It's a, it's building that awareness and a lot of people who may not have grown up in the indigenous culture, 
may not have, but this wasn't taught in schools. And for some people coming around, this is coming around the first time and the degree of it's coming around the first time. And it's, it, it, it's all, it's too late to help the children uh, that went through the residential schools, but it's not too late to help the families, the generations of families who are still suffering. And I think this is wonderful. And we've shared the link a couple of times already for folks to go in and, and, and read more about what you're doing, you. where the proceeds are going. And so, so, so on a lighter note, two, 215 days braiding the hair, like I don't yes. have hair, but, but, but can the hair, maybe you know this, Kinsman, can hair withstand this type of length? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it can. I'm pretty. I'm sure really hoping can, so, right? but I do. <laughs> yeah. um, so I do want to share what I plan on doing after. And so, um, and I really appreciate that George shared his story with um, the cutting of his hair. So, for first and foremost, I just want to share that hair has a very sp um, special spiritual and cultural significance for um, you know many tribe in the and the significance will vary from tribe to tribe. And Holly has shared with me in her Ojibwe um, culture. Um, women and men who braid their hair, two braids are, would signify someone who is single, a woman who, and a man who braid one hair would be in a partner, in partnership. And um, three hair means I love, or three braids, sorry, means I love you. So I'll be, I will be, um, you know, alternating between all of these uh, beautiful techniques because I feel that it's, it's beautiful. And also too, um, through tradition, traditions and styles, um, whether it's worn long or braided, um, or also in knots. And most uh, Indigenous people see hair as a source of strength and power. And in some uh, stories that I have read, um, when they are going into war or fighting, the uh, braiding represents strength. So like, um, you know, bonding. And mm -hmm. same thing with like, when they braid each other's hair, it brings them closer together so allows that feels that closeness and hair holds a lot of our memories and experiences and stories and all of our journeys right and I actually uh, get upset when my kids want to cut their hair because I since my spiritual journey I also discovered and um, thank you to our indigenous culture that my hair has a story so at the end of these 215 days I'm hoping my hair will grow long again um, but I plan on cutting it and uh, burying uh, my hair into the earth and um, pray to the creator to manifest some healing for our future. Wow. Oh, amazing. That's tremendous, right? It, it, it's, it's like you're going on your own journey as you're helping people um, heal from their previous journeys. I think it, I, I think it's very cool. I, I, I really hope that people go out and check out the GoFundMe. And uh, like I said, money can go to a lot of things these days and uh you know with the news going around timmins we hear about who's going to be shopping where this weekend but you know if if money can you know if you have a few dollars extra in your pocket and um, even if it's not money it's sharing something you know going on uh a a validated website first of all make sure your sources are uh accurate right mm -hmm. pick up a book like go to the library and pick up a book and mm -hmm. share we have social media we're on there every day use that to the advantage of spreading factual information information that will teach people and awaken their eyes and be like holy crap like that stuff really did happen and the things that we learned in school is just like a minimum of what actually happened. And there's so many things that we need to eliminate 
in the school system for our future in order to speak the truth and teach our generation, our future generation, what the history of Canada really is. And not wait till like you're in your 30s like me to discover things that happen. You're like, really? Like I went all this long believing that I have this amazing country and that not saying that it's not amazing, but that I came from these amazing roots. And my culture is just like, you know, bang, like the top notch. And it wasn't. And it was quite the awakening. So if we can start doing this from the early years and teach, you know, speak to your children, teach them. As a mom, I love to talk to my children about uh, things that matter. And this is something that matters more than anything right now. Yeah, it's just wonderful. And it's, it's really, it's an awakening, uh, like, I find for me and probably for both of you, like we, 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 you know, we are not, we're not indigenous. So we grew up in a, a, a typically, you know, and I guess I'll call it a white privilege. I can call mine a privilege. My, yeah. my parents both had good middle-class jobs. We never had to worry about food on the table. Um, there was no, um, you know, uh, tough time dealings with mental health or substance abuse. So we had a, a, an average, typical, happy life. And you growing up, you just think that's normal until you realize that other people have suffered some real tragedies Absolutely. and then finding out more like why this happened. You know, it is because they, when they were young, they were ripped away from their homes or, you know, a parent had to see their child disappear and only find out 50, 60 years later where their child was buried or their great grand, like, it's just, it, it's just eye opening when you live in a certain life in a certain way. And then you realize so many people in the world did not have any of these privileges. Oh, so, you know, of course. And then when you, when you, when you see, you know, indigenous, you know, people pointing their fingers, you know, the indigenous way saying, Oh, look at those people, you know, they're, you know, you know, on the streets, uh, you know, you, you don't know, they, as they say, you know, the, the good rule of thumb, you never judge a book by its cover. You, you have no clue what's past that first page, let alone, you know, chapters uh, for, for, yeah. for all, all these, you know, poor, you know, poor people who were, you know, you know, put through this, this system. I, I still can't fathom that. You know, Canada, Canada thought this was a good idea at some point uh, way back in the 1800s and, and continued on to it until 1996 is even yeah, more well, Fun, Well, not really a fun, I shouldn't say fact, but a fact and something, you know, it still happens today, um, whether it's bullying or it's, uh, you know, stigma or judgment. But in 2018, and this is another reason why the braid is really important here. Um, so in Calgary, there was this really, uh, there was a young boy who had, beautiful long hair and um, his mom and his dad would braid his hair. So he was an indigenous little boy and um, someone uh, in the schoolyard uh, forcefully cut the braid and he was heartbroken, right? From this was his story and his family was sharing with him. Like, these are your experiences. These are your history, your culture. And some little boy cut it off. And so, you know, what things like that still happen. And we still see that in schoolyards today where, um, <clears throat> you know, some of them are isolated or, you know, set to the side because they're, they're different looking. But we have to look beyond that and start seeing what's inside and teaching our children that. That's important because 
we as parents, we are, you know, monkey see, monkey do. And so if we start pointing fingers out into society, well, guess what, guys, your future generation will be doing that. So we have to think about making that change right now in the moment. And that starts with us. Wonderfully said. Wonderfully said. Well, I think that it will once again, it's a tremendous thing that you're doing and showing leadership and teaching your children about some of the right things in life. You know, uh, we know it's a dominant Xbox and Minecraft and <laughs> all those types of things. But uh, uh, once in a, you know, it's, it, it is good that you teach your children about the realities of the world because they, they're going to find out someday. And, Absolutely. Uh, Building, like Holly mentioned, one of the things that folks that did not go through the suffering is, is help build awareness. So if we could be part of that, you, you're leading the charge being part of that. I am, you know, I'm at least we feel like I feel like we, we could do more. I just don't know what. But yes, we can do more. Absolutely. And we need to just like all come together and just, you know, I, I feel like I see this march you know maybe not right now because of everything going on but like everyone walking the streets with their orange shirt and saying to the government enough is enough like mm -hmm. stop fighting them in court and just say sorry and most of all like you know our catholic well not our catholic because i'm not catholic but the catholic church and all the churches in general need to apologize for the things that happen and you know do something in order to help the healing in the future Exactly. Awesome. Well, you know, Thanks, thank guys. you so much. Yeah, we really appreciate you coming on and sharing what you're doing. And I'm going to repost the link once again and really encourage people to go there That's after right. the show, of course. <laughs> uh, if we can get the two thousand fifteen dollars that yeah. uh, we need for uh, for Emily, and again, can they can they reach you through your Facebook page? Absolutely, to, uh, make for sure. As well? Yeah. Yeah, if you guys, you know, if you don't want to go through GoFundMe and there's, you know, some people like, you know, you never know. I have some hesitation too with certain websites. Um, you know, you can message me. Uh, yeah, you can send me a message and we'll figure it out. Or if you even want to do it yourself, like I totally encourage anyone, men, women with hair that's long enough to braid or whatever kind of movement you want to do to share the aware awareness, do it. Like, you know, we can all do this. Now, Kinsman, you know we're working with Lerone in the French community. You can't say Emily. Emily. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> yes. pr 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 pretty close, yes. <laughs> you got to try too, Jamie. Oh, no. I always I always force Kinsman. I, I'm That's right. Him. Now, now you've got I it. I thought it was Emily. 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 Oh, my God. We, we really <laughs> we, we, we need to go through a French course with we, you. Like we that. do these. Well, there you go. University yeah. to Hearst will definitely yeah. gladly take you guys in. <laughs> yes, we need it because we do these trivia nights where we have to announce people that got the, the, the answers right in the names. We are like, we're, we're one for 10 on these names. <laughs> Even some English ones. Definitely could use some uh, some some yeah. sprucing up in the, in the Francais department. Yeah. Yes. But and uh, maybe we, learning uh, Cree, like, you know, that's another thing like you can, uh, we can all do is learn their language. It's true. Because they learned ours. We made them learn our, our English, right? So why can we not take the initiative and learn Cree or whatever yeah. other language is out, out there? And embrace so all cultures. I, I still can't fathom how they would strip everything away from, you know, a certain culture just to force you to like a certain other culture. It, it, it's just mind blowing to me, you know, love, you need to embrace everything. I'm 
You know, you, you wish you could go back in time and slap the person in the face and say, what the hell are you thinking doing this? But we can't. But the only way to move forward is, you know, we, we, we all have to embrace each other, uh, show show love to one another and, you know, help heal yes. you know, as, as one another. As, you, as we heard from Holly and George, you know, they're not looking for... Uh, you know, go out there and, uh, you know, get them They're They're, they're, they're looking to, you know, to forgive, learning to forgive and to, 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 to move past this. And hopefully those who are out there suffering like, uh, the Georges across the country, which there's a, a lot of, them, uh, you know, hopefully they can, you know, heal, heal a little bit easier with uh, more love from all of us That's as right. we, uh, we, we, we're all enduring this pain all at the same time. You said it 100% right, Mark. And look, Joanne provides you with the uh, with the hooked on phonics version, if you can remember. It's Am, then Ali. See, <laughs> you got it, Kent. <laughs> am, Am Ali. Oh, that's weird. Very am close. Ali. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's have a Whatever name. Works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. Well, well, on phonics never yeah. worked for me. Right? Yeah, that, that's right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate you coming on. I know you do a tons of other stuff on the community in the community. Uh, let's get you back on again because I know you're involved in a lot of things, uh, and uh, we'd love to have you back on to share those stories also. No worries. But right now, my focus and my attention is on this movement. So yeah, the other stuff can wait. Sounds right. great. We'll. Uh, We'll thanks, chat. guys. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for, thanks for coming on tonight. All right. Bye. Uh, just a tremendous way to uh, wrap, 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 wrap up the show. Tremendous <laughs> guest tonight. Uh, and, and again, it's I don't, th I don't think there's any words that can describe how, how Canadians are feeling right now on how our government, you know, treated you know, the Indigenous culture back in the day. And it, it, it just—it's sickening. Heart, heart. It, yeah, again, you can't—you can't describe any of that. Yeah. yeah, very difficult. But we really appreciate them coming on and, uh, and telling know, the stories. Uh, very courageous, and again, it's not a—not an easy story to tell. But again, a part of the healing process. It's nice to see, you know, the the Georges and the the Hollies now, you know, getting their story out there and being able to to dance and to, you know, nourish one another now with the Indigenous culture, which uh, which I like to see. All right, Kinsman. So tomorrow's uh, a busy day. Uh, we're two lives. So we did mention the one at Martin's and, and, uh, should we mention the second one? Cause it's, or should we keep it as a surprise? We'll keep, we'll keep the second one as a secret. It'll happen in and around dinner time, but the first one will happen. Uh, we're trying to uh, recruit uh, a new recruit for pads, canine protection and detection services. Again, Martin's looking for someone to hire. If you're looking for a job, COVID times, uh, things are tight. He's got a well-paying job. You want to get a great wage, work for a great team, be part of Martin Peel. And again, Pads K9, uh, his number again is 705-288-7435. You can drop off your resumes in person, 193rd Avenue. And again, if you qualify, if you look good, everything looks good on the resume, you could uh, drop your resume off tomorrow. Martin could have you working by the weekend. That's, uh, that's how urgent he's looking for uh, for some new recruits. We we, we had uh, it shouldn't go unrecognized that we had some very thoughtful uh, comments uh, tonight and uh, passionate comments.
And uh, I believe Joanne's talking about the movie We Were Children. You, 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 you have to watch that. It will really um, give you a, a strong sense of what happened in these schools. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for everyone to participate and to uh, engage in uh, the comments. We really, yeah, yeah you know, uh, these comments, it, uh, it, it hits it uh, the nail on the head a, a million times over. Sickening. Yep. All right, kinsman. I guess I'm just going to say Megwitch. That's what you say, right? Yes. Megwitch. Have a good night, my friend. You too. We'll see you on Sunday.